Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. All right, it's Taz and Moose with you here on this uh, Thursday morning on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocky Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Uh, you've got uh, Billy and Mike across the way, bogus with your updates. 855-212-4CBS 855-212-4227 Attention hotline fans. That is your number to call, Taz, as we are waiting upon London Fletcher uh, to give us a ring here uh, to see if uh, chat a little football with him, uh, the former linebacker with the Washington Redskins and a number of other teams as well, the Los Angeles Rams or the St. Louis Rams, I should say, at the time. Uh, very, very productive linebacker. But, um, you know, and Thursday Night Football tonight, yep. back in action as you got the Panthers and Buccaneers. Yeah, yes. And we talked a lot about talk, talked about this game with potentially can go down. It's an important, already week two, very important for Jameis Winston to show what he's got. So uh, let's see. Let's see as they go on the road to Carolina. Yeah, let's see. And, and for Winston, important time for him. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And if for Winston, he's got to cut down on the turnovers. Bruce Arians, year number one. As Buccaneers head coach, uh, he was brought in to turn this season around. Let's welcome board right now, London Fletcher. Um, he's working with Crown Royal. We'll get into that here momentarily. Hey, London, Taz and the Moose with you. Appreciate the time this morning. London, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Uh, hanging in there, London. Hanging in there. Um, you know, Thursday Hanging night... in there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, London. Uh, you know, I'm not a big... I, I don't love the Thursday night pro- product. Where, I, I well, don't. I don't mind it as much. So we're Taz kind of doesn't at, mind yeah. it. We agree to disagree on <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you get a lot of bad football when you're rushing teams back on the field four days after they just played. I don't... I think early in the season, it's not going to be as bad because... You know, week two, guys' bodies are still relatively fresh. Um, as you get in the latter part of the season, um, November, December, it, it is extremely uh, tough on the body, especially for the uh, for the road team. I've played in a couple of Thursday night games on the, uh, at home and on the road, and uh, the road team definitely is at a disadvantage just because of the travel and, and that short week. And, and also, depending on how physical the uh, Sunday game was that they played in. Right, right, no doubt. And and speaking of that road team, as we know, the Bucks tonight, London, they, they go on the road and they play Carolina, you know. Uh, so what, what do you think? I mean, give, give us your thoughts, opinions uh, from a player perspective as, a, as a, a, a guru defensively as you were in your career, an awesome player uh, on Jameis Winston, man. You know, Moose and I were talking a good amount about him. I mean, give us, give us a little breakdown on him, what you think of him and what he could do this year. What think – Getting getting with uh, Bruce Arians and um, Byron Leftwich is going to be a benefit to uh, to Jameis. He has tremendous talent, you know, the arm talent, all the things are there. Um, now it's just a matter of him cleaning up his fundamentals, um, you know, being being precise with where he needs to go with the football. Um, I know he threw a couple of interceptions, what three interceptions on uh, Sunday, and yes. Bruce uh, came out and said two of those weren't his fault. 
So that's uh, getting getting guys on the same page with him as well. I think I think as the season progresses, Jameis will uh, you'll start to see Jameis excel in his Bruce Arians offense. And when and when you look at Carolina here, you know McCaffrey's absolutely a stud. We know that. What about where Cam Newton is health wise? I mean, there he's getting asked questions over the last couple of days about throwing the ball deep. Where do you think that shoulder is for Cam? You know, I live here in Charlotte, and and that's all everybody wants to talk about is uh, you know Cam. I'm not a I'm not a huge Cam Newton fan. I think with him being at this point in his career, he should be further along. Um, as far as being uh, more accurate with the football. And, um, you know, this is even prior to the shoulder injury. Um, I don't I don't know that they feel like either they don't trust Cam to throw it deep on, on a regular basis, consistent basis, or they don't feel they have the, the receivers that can, you know, stretch the field, get deep, and do all those things on a consistent basis. So that's something that um, I'm not sure if it's a combination of both. Or if it's just, hey, Cam's arm, shoulder's not totally fully there. And to have him, you know, throwing the football, you know, um, down the field, um, they don't feel comfortable. But I will say this. If you're a defense and you you feel like a quarterback's not going to throw the ball further than 20 yards down the field, you can just be more aggressive. You can take more more chances from a, from a defense standpoint. I can remember um, – playing against um, Chad Pennington. Mm. And Chad was a, a really good quarterback, extremely accurate. and um, But Chad wasn't one who was really going to challenge you vertical down the field often throughout a ball game. So, you know, in our defensive meetings, hey, you know, we tell the de- defensive coordinator, tell the defensive back, hey, he's not going to throw it deep. You know, you don't have to be um, as concerned with the deep ball. And even, even when I played, uh, you know, maybe cover two, and I'm the middle linebacker having to run down the middle of the field deep. I'm like, man, I'm not running down that field. He's not throwing it deep. So I can, I got an interception off him because I didn't go deep. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and you're right. I don't know. I followed, the, I, followed, I followed the Jets a lot back then, London, when you talk about And you're right. I remember that uh, about Chad. Uh, and he didn't have a gun on him. He couldn't throw the ball deep. But, but his accuracy. Chad, Chad was extreme. Right. Yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I was just say his accuracy, to your point, was, was tremendous, right? That's That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and he was able to get away with it and play a long period of time, and the, and the Jets won with Chad because of his accuracy. And, you know, they, they designed offense to get the ball out of out of his hands quickly and took advantage of his skill set. Um, that's where, again, and I don't know if, if James, uh, I'm sorry, if, um, Cam. if um, Cam, Cam is is having difficulty throwing a deep ball. So if that's the case, then Norv's going to have to um, – you know, design offense like the Jets use with the uh, with Chad Pennington. Right, right. Now, so so sticking on on the Panthers for a second, London. So uh, obviously the running back McCaffrey, tremendous, right? He had he close to 130 yards last week, couple touchdowns. You know, against the Rams, a good a good Rams defense. Even though the Panthers lost the game, uh, speak on that as a linebacker, inside backer. You could speak on that better than anybody. Uh, you know, as far as taking care of the running back, watching the running back, covering the running back, first responsibilities, right, watching that running back. Talk on McCaffrey a little bit, man. I mean, uh, you, 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 I would assume you're a fan of this guy's play. He's tremendous. Oh, I'm so much of a fan. I drafted him in my fantasy league. Ah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> my man, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I had the third pick, and I wasn't sure he would be there. And uh, there he was. He was there waiting for me, and it, it, it didn't take me long to uh, run to make that pick. Um, you know, with McCaffrey, he can do so many different things, um, especially uh, catching, a, 
catching the balls out of the backfield. So that puts a lot of stress on your defense, whether you're a linebacker or a safety, knowing that you're going to have to um, right. cover this guy. He's a, he's a true matchup problem mm. coming out of the backfield receiving the ball. But he's, you know, he's a tough between-the-tackles guy, too. And he did a lot of that at Stafford, ran right. a lot of power, a lot of, a lot of um, stuff between the tackles, even though he's not, you know, extremely big. He's right. tough. Has good, uh, good balance. Good runs with good power. Good contact balance. But he he definitely presents a problem for defenses. Uh, we're talking to London Fletcher, longtime uh, NFL linebacker. Hey, London, you're working with Crown Royal. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so I, I teamed up with uh, Crown Royal this year. You know, um, for me, I played 16 seasons on the on the field, and uh, I know the importance of staying hydrated. And with T- Crown Royal, we've teaming up to encourage fans off the field uh, to take water breaks uh, during this football football season across the country. And, you know, it's extremely important that they take those uh, those uh, water breaks in between cocktails. Um, you know, I do it uh, when I'm enjoying my uh, Crown Royal Regal Apple and Cranberry Juice uh, oh, cocktail. Nice. I take my water breaks as well. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's important to take those water breaks. Stay hydrated, obviously, yeah. and enjoy your Crown Royal. London, uh, Antonio Brown up there in Foxborough. Um, you, you know, number one, a lot of speculation, and Belichick wouldn't answer. Number one, do you think the Patriots knew that this lawsuit was coming down before they signed him? Number two is, how do you think this plays out with Brown up in Foxborough? I don't think they knew this was coming down. Um, um, I don't think you signed a guy knowing that this um, this is another distraction or red flag or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't think they signed him knowing that they was gonna, that was going to happen. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to play out. Um, it's a legal situation, and, and obviously it'll uh, play out through the uh, through the legal system. Um, you know, um, and that's kind of how it how it's going to be. I don't know from an NFL standpoint. Um, you know, I don't know what they're going to do, how they're going to proceed with it. Um, the if the league decides to place him on a commissioner's uh, exempt list. Um, you know, through their investigation, that that and that is an option that they have. Um, you know, that'll be interesting because, um, you know, suppose he's found uh, to be innocent, then you know, that that was harm done to him. But if he's if he's guilty, um, you know, obviously um, he can't be on the football field. So we'll see how the, how it plays out from a legal standpoint. Well, putting aside the seriousness of these allegations by this young lady towards uh, Antonio Brown. I got to ask you, London. You know, during your years, you now you were a leader, and I mean, I never, never played on the field with you. Never was in a locker room with you, but I would assume that you were probably a, a pretty tough leader behind closed doors to your teammates at times, especially younger guys and stuff trying on the come up. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to envision Antonio Brown and London Fletcher on the same team in a locker room, and and him doing some of the stuff he did in Pittsburgh, like some of his. You know, and and all the stuff that happened with the Raiders and stuff. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, I, how would you handle something? Not just Antonio, but uh, you don't have to name names. But I'm assuming you've come across guys that you had as a leader, as a captain, talk to guys. So maybe speak on that a little bit for folks that maybe never played the game or never been a captain of a sport or something. Yeah, it's um, it's a situation where you, as a leader, as a captain, and um, I was a captain on every team I played on. I was even a captain my rookie year with the Rams. It's your responsibility when you have guys who are not totally on board with what you're trying to do as a team that you have to um, pull a guy in, talk with them, um, 
to try to get those guys on board. And if they're not going to be totally on board, you know, hey, maybe this guy needs to move on. Coach, you know, you talked to the team about that as well. Um, I think it's too much. Um, you can't rely on the coach to always be delivering the message. You have to have guys in your locker room that polices the locker room, and that was something that I, I did on multiple occasions. If I saw guys, you know, not doing um, what they needed to be doing, you know, not being the pros that they need to be, then you you have conversation with them guys. And, you know, sometimes it takes multiple conversations, and, and if they're not um, still not getting it, then, you know, you encourage uh, – you encourage the team, hey, man, you know, this guy's not, not totally on board. We, we'd we be better off without him. Um, London to the Jets and Adam Gaze, who, uh, you know, tough opening week loss, blowing a 16 nothing lead at home, losing to the Buffalo Bills. You know, the place kicker situation, Ficken now in, uh, Vitka out. Um, but Gaze addressing and talking about that game, the messaging there, where it, and, and clearly it's a player's league here. Uh, there's no doubt, but he put it all on the players and didn't kind of point to himself. What about what you heard from Adam Gaze after that tough week, opening week loss from the Jets? Well, um, you know, I know with with uh, Adam Gaze, he's been a head coach and he he should know how to handle the media <laughs> in the uh, in a press conference. Um, you know, he's not a rookie head coach, and you know, um, maybe he's just trying to find a different way to challenge his players. Um, from that standpoint, would that bother you, uh, you know, as a player, though? Day. Not, not somewhat, somewhat. I think um, after a loss, or even not even after a loss, any time in the media, you should always, first and foremost, put the, put the responsibility on you and say, "Hey, I didn't coach well enough," um, or talk more in general terms. Hey, we didn't we didn't coach these guys well enough. We didn't play. Well enough. Um, so I think it's easy to do that now in the meeting rooms. You hold guys accountable. You hold guys responsible. Hey, you know you address problems inside your locker room in, the, in those team meeting rooms. But with the media, you have to take the responsibility, take the blame. Fair. Um, hey, London. Um, we appreciate the time this morning. We really do enjoy all the week two action. And uh, we'll make sure to hydrate while we're enjoying our Crown Royal, all right? <laughs> Absolutely. Do, do it, guys. All right, man. We you appreciate you. Thanks, buddy. There you go. All right. That is London. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, dude. He didn't, you see, his, Mike, he didn't even finish his laugh. Like, it was like mid-laugh. It was like, it was like. <laughs> dude, <he's> been, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, all right, guys. Uh, 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 what? Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, all right, guys. We'll talk to. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll talk. Oh, my God. Uh, that was we'll funny. Back. Mike's <laughs> face, though, was the best. Usually, Michael, people don't know, he'll uh, say thank you off air to them. Yeah. Mike, what happened? Nothing. Silence No, jokes. no, he was there. He was there. All he good. wasn't yeah. there. He would, no, he was there. Really? All, all right, come it's on. All, all right, then. Uh, Thanks for playing along, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Come back. Oh, no, he wasn't we there. He the just three. cursed That's me out. Right. He said, hey, you know what? For a second, I want to see you in the back room. I want to take you out. I'll take a bottle of Crown Mike, we got to go to break. The producer's saying go to break. We got the three. <laughs> we got the three? Yes. Uh, just asking. Bless you. Excuse me. All right, we got the Sorry. three coming back up here. Taz you got it. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio.
Lopez and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. On this Thursday morning, uh, ah. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. Of course, brought to you by our good friends over at Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. And you know what happened? I had the uh, earlier. I didn't tell you, but I got to be honest. I had the other half of a bagel. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. You've eaten a lot this morning. You had an egg white sandwich from Starbucks, and then you had a bagel and a muffin. You've, yeah. you've taken it all down. I, I don't normally Good eat job that by much you today. today. I don't know why. A lot of stress in my Eating life. season. Yes. A lot of stress. Yeah. It does. So let's not go there. I hope everything it works. I hope. Yeah. I can understand. We're Keith all... really didn't know what to do. Yes. Anyway, that's, that's exactly, exactly right. Exactly Thank right. you. That's exactly it. You got bogus. It. <laughs> hey, I've never been so happy to see Andrew Bogus. Yeah, yeah, too. I love He's great. So Andrew. sweet. Yes. Other moose. Yes. Oh my. So God. the Baltimore. He's so corny. Not moose. You. Thank Andrew. you. Yeah. Right, Let's go eat something. Andrew. The Baltimore Orioles did Come at on, least Andrew. one good thing this season. The pitch. And a swing and a high fly ball, deep left field. This is long, long gone. To the back of the outfield seats and nearly down the tunnel, VR absolutely unloads on a three-run go-ahead home run. And makes history that home run for the season, number 6,106. That breaks the single-season mark. Set in 2017 with two and a half weeks still to go. Baltimore pitchers, by the way, have done their part making that history. They've allowed 280 homers this season. Uh, Kevin Brown of the call, by the way, on O's Radio. The O's beat the Dodgers 7-3 the night after L.A. clinched the NL West to Texas and the end of the Rays' six-game win streak. The ball driven to right. This one's got a chance. It's up. Out of here. Into the wedge. Down the right field line. Oh, mama, Rudnett Odor with a go-ahead three-run home run. For a 10-9 win over those Rays, that was Jared Sandler on Rangers Radio. Tampa Bay's lead on Oakland atop the AL wildcard standings down to a half game. The A's 5-3 winners in Houston. Cleveland stays a half game behind Oakland with a 4-3 victory in Anaheim. Carlos Carrasco got the win in relief as he continues his comeback from leukemia. Elsewhere in the American League last night, the Yankees didn't win. They didn't lose. They were rained out in Detroit. A doubleheader there today starts at 1 Eastern. Over in the National League, the Cubs lost 4-0 in San Diego after the Brewers won in Miami 7-5. The other moose, Mike Moustakis, his second homer of the game, broke a 5-5 tie in the eighth. The Brewers and Cubs are now tied for the second NL wildcard. The Mets are two games back after beating Arizona 9-0. The Phillies lost to the Braves 3-1. They stay two games behind that tie. Week two in the NFL is here. The Bucks and Panthers are first and 820 Eastern kickoff in Carolina tonight. Both teams lost at home Sunday. Chargers tight end Hunter Henry missed last regular season with a torn ACL. Now he has a broken left knee. Henry reportedly out four to six weeks. Bolts wide out Michael Williams. Very questionable for Sunday against the Lions. He's got his own knee injury. Giants wide out Sterling Shepard remains in concussion protocol. And Raiders rookie safety Jonathan Abram expected to miss the season. He needs surgery for a torn labrum and rotator cuff. Team USA was down 32-7 to Serbia in the first quarter of the fifth-place game at the FIBA World Cup in China this morning. What happened? Uh, They're in the third quarter right now, and Serbia leads 69-66. So the Americans 
uh, rally. They won the second quarter 33-12, Taz, to get back into oh, this Oh, wow. Run. The Pacers! God, now, that's awesome. As you know, Taz, uh, many thought this would be the gold medal game, the U.S. and Serbia. Instead, yeah. they are playing for fifth place right, in right. China. I remember we, we talked about In the breakdown. Yeah, I remember yeah. we talked about it. Yeah, he's, Moose is talking. Like, red I am. His microphone off. Uh, yeah, I know. can't believe justified. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was not a huge fan. But that's a good line. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and the WNBA playoff started last night. Seattle fought off Minnesota 84-74 to reach the second round, which is also single elimination. The Storm visited the L.A. Sparks on Sunday. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Uh, here we go. The three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Bill Belichick addresses Antonio Brown's sexual assault allegations. Yeah, he does. Yesterday he met with the media. Let's play it, Billy. We have it. Ready to go. Here's Belichick talking about Brown yesterday. On Antonio's situation, uh, both Antonio and his uh, representatives have uh, made statements. So um, I'm not going to be expanding on any of those. Uh, They are what they are. Um, We've looked into the situation. We're taking it very seriously. Um all the way through the organization. Um, sure, there are questions, but um, I'm not going to be entering into a discussion about that today. So, so we're up. Bill, were you aware of the lawsuit when you signed Antonio Brown? I'm not going to be expanding on the statements that have already been given. Don't you think the fans deserve to hear a little more from you? On when we know more, we'll say more. That, you know, could impact the team. Yeah, I just said that. When we know more, we'll say more. Are you preparing to have Antonio Brown at practice today? Yes. And are you preparing for him to play on Sunday? We're taking it one day at a time. Can you tell us all what Antonio Brown has said to you? Yeah, I mean, I'm done with that. Okay. Anything else on Miami? Any other questions? Can you explain what you mean when you're done with it? I mean, we're just trying to find out if he said anything to you about positioning about the allegations. Yeah, and I just answered that question. Well, actually, you did. <laughs> actually, I did. <laughs> that's probably great. Okay. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that co- uh, that coach have the last word, right? That's, and that's it. Um, no, he, he didn't really answer the question, Taz. No. and. You know, as you mentioned earlier on, Taz, you can expound upon it a little bit. Uh, you know, he's got to do a better job of addressing the media. There. Real he bad. He really does. Really, really bad. Listen, you want to bring in Antonio Brown? Four hours, whatever the hell it was, three hours, sign him to 10 mil and change or whatever it was. Uh, four or three hours after the Raiders um, released him. And you want to, you know, have this rep that you, Belichick, and your squad, your, your team, your great franchise, your legacy franchise that... You know, that you guys have a, a history and you're the, the guru of taking guys in, uh, the, you know, the Randy Mosses, the Corey Dillons of the world, you know, guys, the Hainsworth, whoever, that, that have whatever, some kind of off-field yeah. stuff. Well, this is this is it. You want to take a guy like Antonio Brown on a team, this is what you have to deal with, Belichick. It's that simple. And you know what? I'm not saying you expected him to be have accusations like are being hurled at him right now by this young lady, but still... He is, Antonio Brown is a lightning rod that moves the needle. And and these members of the media up there in New England have the right to ask you. They asked him all the right questions. He he avoided them like he always does. It was typical, snarky, mundane, low Jones, two, three-word answers. 
in this case, Moose, I got a problem with it. I think that's wrong. You got to talk more about it. You got to give more detail. The Patriot fans deserve that. Football fans deserve it. Those media members deserve it. Because this is an extremely sensitive and hot topic right now in a serious situation with this man is being accused of. Um, and you are his head coach. And you're more than just a head coach, Bill Belichick. You're higher than that. Okay, yeah, let's be honest. He's like a GM, dude. Yeah, he's he not is. just a head coach. I mean, you know. No, he's, he's uh, you know, not. Uh, you're not wrong about that, Taz. Uh, so, uh, Belichick, though, chose that path. Uh, you can speculate whether the Patriots knew or didn't know. I don't think they knew. Uh, you know, it might be CYA mode up there in Foxborough. We'll see how this investigation does play out. Brittany Taylor, the accuser, will meet with the National Football League next week as their investigation has begun. Uh, but the Patriots are not going to handle it. Maybe the NFL played some on this commissioner's exempt list, Taz, but... If not, uh, expect Antonio Brown, if all things go well the rest of the week, that he will be uh, down in Miami taking on the Dolphins. Yeah. Representing the Pats. Absolutely. That's going to happen. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I agree. Um, I don't know. We got to see how the whole thing plays out and how the NFL deals with this. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, she is supposed to be meeting uh, next week, week, right, with the NFL. So. We'll see how it's She's getting married. Right. She is getting married, too. She I did. Yeah, married. I read that, too. Yeah, you're right. Yep. You know, and, and the thing is, Drew Rosenhaus, the agent, uh, super agent uh, for 25, 30 years, but the agent of uh, Antonio Brown, along with a ton of other amazing players, he um, he basically said, and we, we don't have that audio because it's from a different network, but he basically said uh, that they, him and Antonio Brown, had a feeling this was coming down the road here. Uh, you know, and, and basically he said, unfortunately... And unfortunately, anticipating this possibility. So that's what that's a quote from basically Drew Rosenhaus. So he's basically saying they knew. So if he knew, okay, yeah. and Antonio knew, I, I would think that he, as the agent, said something to the Patriots. I mean, I, I, like we talked about this a lot earlier. And if you want to listen to the podcast of Taz Moose, go to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Radio.com, which might should be up and running now, I believe, because. I think everybody's yeah, getting... Yeah, email is back. Yeah, that's right. Everything, well, yeah. Hopefully everything else... I know our, our web team is checking on Radio.com to see if the podcast is available. That I do know. Correct. So, well, so we'll hopefully see. we'll have that answer for you momentarily. Yeah, we do things quick here. We but, have a, a ticking clock, Billy? Oof. Uh, yeah, so tick-tock, tick-tock. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I mean, no, we'll find out in terms of uh, with Brown here, Taz. Uh, I don't think he should be placed on the exempt list. I'll tell you why, because... Uh, I'm not defending him in any way, shape, or form. If he's guilty, he, you know, if he's, he should never play in the NFL again, should face criminal charges. But you are innocent until you're proven guilty. And sometimes you can can be falsely accused here, Taz. So I, I, I don't think you can throw the, the book at Antonio Brown just based on an accusation right. that has yet to he, – he deserves his day in court. Right, I agree. I agree. I mean, and so we'll see how it does play out. I don't think he'll be playing on the exemplars. He's wearing number one at practice, Taz. I think right now, all signs are pointed for him wearing that Patriots jersey on Sunday and representing New England. Yeah, he's learning to play. He's learning to play book. He's, he's trying to get a chemistry with Tom Brady right now and the other receivers and stuff in the, in the uh, pass routes and whatnot. And, uh, you know, thing is, man, like, I, I really think that um, I, 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 I'm with you as far as the exemplist and all that stuff. Like, I, you just can't start doing that. You can't take players. Just on accusation, and and no matter how 
goofy, silly, or bad guy Antonio Brown is. It's just it's, you just can't pass judgment on him. He's claiming he's innocent. He said that the truth's going to come forward. This is through Rosenhaus. Yep. So, you know, he had he did have a relationship with this. this, this he went to college with her, Then he had a relationship with her. Whatever kind of relationship. We don't know if it was friendship, it was a sexual relationship. We have no idea. Uh, I, I, it, it's A lot of times with civil suits, it comes down to he said, she said. I mean, you know, who knows what the truth are? We're just all outsiders, you know? So no we don't know. But very serious allegations, like strong, you know. No question strong, about it. Know. No question about it. But uh, he was at practice yesterday, and he'll be at practice today. Number two. Report. Justify failed drug test before winning Triple Crown. Right. So he actually, you know, failed a drug test um, before he won the Santa Anita Derby, which enabled him after winning that race in 2018 to qualify and run in the Kentucky Derby. And then we know he won the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, the Belmont Stakes, never raced again, went into the breeding shed. A huge breeding deal for Elliot Walden and Winstar Farm, Mike Smith, the winning jockey, Bob Baffert, trainer. Baffert's expected to uh, issue a response to the story by Joe Drape in New York Times yesterday. Uh, but what, uh, in essence, if you didn't read the article, Taz, we touched upon it earlier, uh, terrible for horse racing, terrible for the sport, because it alleges that the California Horse Racing Board did not follow proper protocol after Justify tested positive for a high amount of a banned substance, uh, scapolamine, uh, which can act as a bronchodilator on horses, enhanced performance. It was an extreme amount of it in his blood. They had a second blood sample that tested. It tested positive. Uh, Drape alleges that if they follow proper protocol, you never would have been able to run in the Kentucky Derby. The California Horse Racing Board said, well, you have 60 to 90 days uh, to uh, you know file an appeal. So he could potentially have still ran in the, in the, in the Triple Crown and, and the like. However, they kind of buried the story or buried the failed drug test as uh, after he won the Triple Crown. Anyway, you look look at it, uh, this is not one you want to hear uh, about uh, an event or an accomplishment that really captivated this country's attention. Yeah, it's um, it, yeah, we, again, we covered this a lot earlier, but you're right. It's really bad look for the, the sport of horse racing. Yeah, you know, Bob Baffert has a you know a pretty like I was saying to you earlier. I was asking you know you 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 really follow horse racing, and and a supporter of it and stuff like that, and have an excellent podcast that you do at times with Monzo, um, and uh, for Naira. So you know you'd be the guy to, to lean on with this. But like so, Baffert squeaky clean you yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he, just, yeah. He does not he does not have uh, a bad look for him no, though here. It, bad look, and we'll see what he says today. That'll yeah. be the next level of this story. You see what the uh, the Hall of Fame trainer. And legendary Southern California trainer says today in reference to this Joe Drape report uh, in the New York Times. All right, next. Number three. MLB sets new home run record with two and a half weeks to go. Yeah, I mean, you dig all the long balls, Taz. Yeah, this is tough. Um, well, my team hits a lot of them, so the Mets. So, they I mean, lately they have. Yeah, Yankees, Yankees, too. Yeah. Everyone seems to be hitting them. But you're right. I mean, the Mets hit a lot of them last night as the Mets are just two games out of that second right. wild card spot in the National League and worked their way back into contention. But set a new Major League Baseball home run mark. Jonathan VR from the Baltimore Orioles hit the home run that set the new record for amount of home runs hit in a single Major League Baseball regular season. Now, the issue you have is there's two and a half weeks to go. I know. I know. I, They're going to obliterate the record. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. 
I buy in. You know, it's exciting. You know, it's it's even though you know balls are juiced. Or, uh, there's more trampoline trampoline effect off the bat due to whatever type of maple bats are different. You know, whatever that trampoline effect is happening with, if it's the wood or if it's the ball, whatever it may be. It, it's definitely getting some help. The, the parks, too, are different than years ago. A lot of the ballparks are just not, you know, the, the porch is a short, shorter porch. I, I look, I get, when I'm watching a game, you know, I'm like most guys or girls that are baseball fans, you know, I'm not thinking about, I wonder if, I wonder if the balls are just juiced so they get more runs. I wonder if these guys, these certain guys using a certain type of bat. Oh, how far is the, uh, you know, the Mets are playing the Reds. How far, uh, instance, how far is the, the center field? Well, I don't think of that stuff, so. To answer your question, it doesn't bother me. I, it's me, exciting. Oh, you know? No, no, I, I get it. And, and listen, it it, it it does bother me, uh, the the amount. And I guess just the uh, the amount of guys that have hit 20 or more home runs, Taz, don't you think – you don't think it, it hurts the accomplishment uh, when you have so many home runs being hit and you're going to look back on this year, a guy all of a sudden, you know, hits – you know, 40 home runs out of the blue, and you're going to say, well, that was the year that there was an issue, whether it be the drag, whether it be the pill being a little bit off-center in the center of the baseball, whatever it might be, the ra- the laces a little bit lower, you know, uh, pitchers were having trouble gaining. doesn't lessen the accomplishment anymore. It's still hard to hit a baseball, I get it, <clears throat> but these guys are as good as it gets. I mean, you're talking about the, the cream of the crop, Yeah. but you, when everyone's doing it, doesn't it, doesn't it hurt? I mean, the, I, no, I, no, I'm not saying no. I, I, I mean, I, it's tough to argue on that. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. There's a, a, a plethora amount of valid points in your statement. You know, I, but I look at it like this. It's like, what are your, there's always something. Guys are hitting home runs. All right, so whatever. It's Sosa and McGuire and oh, these guys are all on, on the gas. They're all juiced up. Everybody's on steroids. Right. Okay, well. It's during the golden age of baseball and, you know, Mickey Mantle, these legends, and, and Joe DiMaggio. Okay, yeah, well, the guys were, they, you know, they were throwing hard, but there wasn't as much stuff, wasn't much action on the ball, you know. I mean, all right, now, and you see, all right, well, the, the balls are juiced, or the bats are this, you know. It's like there's always, look, like you there's said always it, an excuse. There is, and, dude, you said it. It's ultra hard to hit oh, a baseball. It's the hardest thing to do in sports is to hit a baseball. No, like, I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with you. It's just the the amount and the how quick they're doing it. It tarnishes it a little bit. I, I get it, what you're it saying. It does. Yeah. That, that's the right word. It tarnishes it. Well, I'm a uh, wordsmith. It's yeah. in my bio Thank on my you. friggin' Twitter. Oh, very nice. Did you know that? I did, I did not. I did not. You should read it. I, I've read. I did not notice that addition to your bio on Twitter. I did not notice that. You should do the same thing. Late you're a wordsmith I will. That'll be, that'll be, I'll add wordsmith. You should. Mine's I think maybe I'll just delete everything and just put wordsmith. Uh, all can aside, I almost did that. I'm not kidding. That's good I stuff. almost did that because that's what the cool people do. They have one word. I know. Very cool. I understand that. I know, but we need but all the promotion we can get. have one word that encapsulates you. Right, exactly. Uh, slunker. Well, no, no, maybe we should throw that out. We want, maybe we should throw that out to the audience. Oh, you're going to At Taz contest? and the Moose. Oh, no. What word would you describe Taz, oh, and no. what word would you describe myself? Oh, you can't do this. You're, just, you're, you're asking. This is punishment. You're, we're, no, we're going to get be beat fun. up. I mean, Not everyone's going to love you. Fun. That's Have you looked at fun. social media? And people aren't fun on social media. Some are. Yeah, what are you, fantasy? Shanman, the Kingsman. Oh, those are great people. Those yes. Are, yeah, those Speakerphone are. Jones, the partner of Basegli on the fantasy team. I yes. think many. Hi, son. 
That's your son, right? Speakerphone Jones, the Don't son of Mike Pesengu. Oh, it's a son. It's it's father and son. That's the name of their fans. Yeah, it's, it's an extension from another part That's of our lives as well. Alrighty then. Don't you think that, that would be great? Okay. What word? What one word? If I'd ask you, Taz, would you want to describe you if you had to pick a word? Champion. There you go. That's it. Easy. How about you, Moose? Ah. Uh, I, I, I was teasing. Okay. No, I know. You think I'm dead serious, I, I know, but I'm really not. I, I did not. I did not. I was joking around. I was joking. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I got to come up with something. I would say if I had a, this is uh, I, is how that about, really the thing? Are you pulling my leg? Is it the thing now to do one word Twitter? I I don't. I'm not saying it's the thing, but a lot of people I I know that I followed it. I hip? also know it's hip, and I want to okay. be hip. That's my goal. Yes. So I'm going to do this. But I'll tell you, how about we do this? Instead of posing to the audience, because yeah. they could be mean, um, how about I tell you a word that would describe you that you should use on your Twitter bio, bio okay. about you. You tell me one about me. Okay. I'll go first. If For you, Mark Belusis. Mark Belusis. What I would oh, do. Is... No, no, this is all good, dude. Right. You're going you're gonna to love it. It's here. Uh, I would do, it's one word, but it's two words, but I, I don't know the, the grammar on it. Workhorse. Okay, workhorse. So that I I would say, what do you think? Is that accurate for for, for I love Moose? It. Yes, for, that's right. Great. What do you think, Billy? You know Moose a long time. That's accurate for Moose, right? Okay, Billy's not paying. Billy said yes. Billy's just looking around like, and you are. Billy's looking for another big. <laughs> Billy's looking at me like, are you Tierney or uh, no, Tiki? Yeah, no, okay, right. stop. Um, <laughs> if I had, a, if Who's I had, a, um, I would say, you're gonna bury me. No, I'm not gonna bury him. I would not gonna bury you. I would say take, take your time. Uh, Mike, intense. Oh, wow, I like that. See now, that's a good idea. Like if someone has the word intense on their body, like, oh, I gotta follow this guy. Yeah, well, I think intense. I think yeah, I mean there's it, it, I always intense. All, no, not always, uh. but you do have no, but you do have, you know, a regimented thing in, in terms of you have an intensity about you, and I look at that as a positive. I know. I try not to because my wife says that about me, and, I, and she, she doesn't does say she it like... really? Yeah, not really in complimentary form. No, so no, I'm saying it in a complimentary yeah. form. <laughs> no, I know. No, she just says that. I'm a little I, too I intense. I think you can intimidate other people. I'm, you know, yeah. you and I have been friends for a little while yeah. here, or going on over well, a couple a m- years. Was it a year and six months and four no, days? No, I usually give the whole breakdown of the minutes. We were friends before the show Okay, launched. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Usually you give, like, down to the uh, seconds. Nineteen months. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I know that guy. Uh, two and a half years. Yeah. That was nineteen months and right. three days. I, I talk about like yeah. a child. Taz and I have been friends for twenty months and two days. <laughs> like a child. <laughs> I was a child. Oh, nineteen months. I was friends <laughs> exactly. with Taz. Nineteen months. Oh, that's funny. Like a child. Uh, <laughs> what about Mikey B? What, what, I mean, if we have one word for his bio on Twitter, hmm. I would lean. You go first, Bruce. No, no, no. Okay, you go first. <laughs> How would I describe? How would I describe Mikey B in one word on Twitter? That is Twitter bio. (sighs) Take your time. Um, I I have. All right, no, 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 no. You have to go. No, no. I don't leave. I'm I'm the quarterback. You talk. No, no, no. Stop. Stop. Give me a word. Give me a word. I I was being sarcastic. I actually don't have one. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. So much for being a wordsmith, right? One word to describe Mike. You change. Your- I would say. Uh, I would say Mike is. Uh, I would say Mike is loyal. Oh wow, that's pretty good. I like that. I think that's good. Loyal. I um, think Mike is loyal. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. I think Mike is. I would for his Twitter bio litter box. No, I'm joking because he's a big oh, cat I like lover. It. I know you like that. Loyal's good. I would go with uh, 
simple one word for him. What? Podcaster. Podcaster. You're going to say simple. Well, <laughs> well yesterday, simple. yesterday I had to send Mike Podcaster. Some, some money versus Venmo. I start giving right. my wife, she, she has Venmo, I don't. So right, I, right. I tell Donna, I go, we have to send Mike some money. She goes, starts looking up on Venmo. She's like, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. It's the guy with the picture with the cat. That's me. <laughs> Eight five five two one two four two two seven. That is your number to call. The guy with the picture of the cat. That's it. Uh, it's Taz and the Moose. We'll come back. We got the undercard for you right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. And the Moose on CBS Sports well, Radio. Might need it soon, Moose. You might have some time on your Stop. Week two of the combo. NFL on CBS begins with an AFC showdown between the Pats and the Dolphins that travel west to watch Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs battle the Raiders in Oakland. It all begins with the NFL today on Dude, CBS. I'm bloated, man. I understand that. No, Good luck with I'm that. Not we used... ate a lot. Well, no, hold on. But wait, it's not that just that. I. I... <sighs> I'm not used to eating that many carbs in one sitting, like starch carbs like that. So I ended up having a half bagel, and then I had the other half, mm. and now I'm I'm bloated Jones. I mean, I, I, I'm not used to this. My body is so fickle and so in tune that any little odd adjustment to it, there's a problem. And that's where I am now. So right after the show, I'm probably going to go to the track. Uh, not the track you're thinking, the track to no, run laps. No, I understand. Good luck. And, and run some laps. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. I'm not going to Belmont. I understand. <laughs> oh, hopefully I'm not flying to down to Hialeah. You know what I mean? Uh, no. No longer working. No Is that still longer, No. Oh. No longer an operation. My bed. No. So my bads are out the window. 2019, not 92. I don't know when highly closed a long time. Did it really? I still think it's open. I still think they use it as a training track, but I think if anybody knew what it was, I knew it'd be you. No, well, uh, watch the great uh, Richard Dreyfus movie. Uh, what? Let it ride. I never, I never watched. I that never movie? have seen that. No, no. Great no. horse racing. Movie. Really? Let it ride. Yeah, it's fantastic. <clears throat> mm. Mike is. Uh, he's got a spatula in his hands. Time for the undercard. Oh wow! What's that about? What the hell's going on? No idea. Stuff? Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. Hi, Mike. What do you got, buddy? Does it seem like people are disinterested or not care that Team USA lost and it doesn't seem like a big deal? Uh, Not as big of a deal probably as it was back when because I think people were, you know, they were outraged when they lost initially. Then, you know, Team USA also, with some of the, the way they handled themselves, some of the players embarrassed themselves. Then they got back to dominating the world again, to where now I think there's such a laissez-faire mentality, Taz. Plus, you had, like, B and C and D-level guys playing on this team. It wasn't the stars. They are like, yeah, sign me up. Mm. They didn't care. Well, and, and to the point that most people don't care about Team USA losing to France, all this stuff. It was on our regular rundown, and now it's on the undercard. To prove, and that proves to the point that no one gives a rat's flying ass about this. You understand, Mike? It almost shouldn't even made the undercard. Yeah, and they're down five right now to Serbia with 28 seconds. All right. Yeah, well, they, they don't motiv- they're not motivated now after losing to France. No. That ended all motivation. All right, next. Mm. 
Thank you. All right. Hello. All right, we're transition free today. Uh, Dwight Howard <laughs> enjoys pet snakes and has some in his new mansion that was displayed. Odd. No. How many pet snakes? He's got a tank filled with them. I don't have the oh, exact. Oh God, number. that's gross. I'll tell you what. That's odd. Other day, <laughs> out my yard, I'm all way by the pool. Garden snake. Dude, no, not a snake. A lizard. Boa constrictor. A lizard. Bro. Chameleon. No, no. Yeah, I was a chameleon. How'd you know? Oh, no. I uh, just a Dude, how the hell did this lizard end up on Long Island, dude? I don't know. I don't know. It had to be a pet that jumped out of would someone's you have a, cage. Would you have a, would you have a, uh, a container or a, a display filled with snakes? I hate snakes. Yeah. I would want no part. Well, I'm from the wrestling business, so I'm used to them. Yes. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> no, but seriously, do you like snakes? No, I hate them. I, yeah, I would not want to be around them. I'd pass. Terrifying. Terrifying. Uh, but as long as Dwight Howard enjoys them, there you go. Uh, Mike, Billy, great job. Oh, uh, bogus with the update. Yes. Taz, enjoy your Thursday, bud. You too, sir. Thank you, everyone. You got it. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.